Section 10 of the Universal Religion Baha'ism Its Rise and Social Import This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater The Universal Religion Baha'ism its rise and social import by hippolyte dreyfus barney section ten part two social import of baha'ism the true religion to live the life is to be no cause of grief to anyone to love each other truly to be kind to all people and to love them with a pure spirit should opposition or injury happen to us we must bear it and be as kind as we can be and above all we must love the people should the utmost calamity happen to us we must rejoice for these things are the gifts of god to be silent concerning the faults of others to pray for them and help them through kindness to correct their faults to look always at goodness and not at evil if a man has ten good qualities and one bad one we must look at the ten and forget the one and if a man has ten bad qualities and one good one we must look at the one and forget the ten to never allow ourselves to speak an unkind word about another even though that other be our enemy to rebuke those who speak to us of the faults of others all our deeds must be done to promote the welfare and happiness of others to be occupied in spreading the teachings for only through obedience to this command will we receive the power and confirmation of the spirit to detach our hearts from ourselves and from the world to be humble to be the servants of each other and to comprehend that we are less than our fellow creatures to be as one soul in many bodies for the more we love each other the nearer we will be to god and our love our unity our obedience must not be in word only but in reality to act with cautiousness and wisdom to be truthful to be hospitable to respect the rights of others to be a cause of healing for the sick a comforter to the sorrowful a heavenly table for the hungry a guide to the erring rain for cultivation a star for every horizon a light in darkness a herald to all those waiting for the kingdom of god these words in their imposing simplicity dispense with all commentary thus abdul baha expressed himself when wishing to make known to one of his disciples 
what constituted the true religion it has been said that bahaism is less a belief than a manner of life it is unquestionably a religion in the most exact sense of the word we should be even tempted to add that it is pre-eminently the religion for it is the most wonderful means of international union known to us let no one think that it is only at Acre that these sentiments of real fraternity are manifested among the believers and that once away from the master's influence they return to their racial prejudices and hatreds we have seen in the very heart of burma bahai communities composed of members of all sects and castes which abound in india to whom were joined without mental reservation europeans residing in the country and there existed between these people the most sincere fraternity who previously would not have sat down at the same table similarly in europe in our large towns where snobbism and prejudice have raised up between the different classes barriers as impassable as those due to indian customs the bahai communities endeavor to follow in all respects the exhortations of abdul baha we must admit that there is there much more than the expression of vague sentimentality or of convent morality in those lines are to be found the principles indispensable to the existence of societies the recognition and putting into practice of that fellowship which unites us to our neighbour and which should make us look upon him with the love we have for our brother is there any other remedy than this for the many evils from which we suffer socialist politicians who commend the general strike as the only means of hastening the coming of the future city which they are dreaming of do not they also presuppose this love which alone can obtain from the working classes that detachment and disinterestedness required by such a manifestation now who does not see that if such a fellowship such a love existed on earth none of the questions that socialism wishes to decide would arise it is then this love that before all things should prevail between the different classes of one society between the hostile races of one nation between all people in the world in order that the greater part of the evils afflicting humanity may disappear this is the task bahaism claims to fulfil but in order to be able to judge its merits and its efficacy at least with reference to our western world it is important to examine by extracting from the writings of baha'u'llah 
and of abdul baha the teachings they can give us how religion acts on the life of a nation and the influence it can have on man taken individually on society and on the state with the progress of the centuries religion has seen its domain restricted and philosophy as well as a crowd of sciences in the order of nature history law sociology policy etc which formerly were taught in the churches have now taken a specific form leaving to revelation the mere field yet without limits of the relations between god and man in our time a religious system should be considered not only in its effects on the mystic soul of the believer but even as every other social phenomena in its effects upon the general activity of a nation let us then see from these different points of view what baha'u'llah teaches end of section ten